Hi, I'm Rick. And I'm Ben. And we are two guys in a movie. This week, we're not reviewing anything. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. We are not reviewing anything. We are just... Sorry, I couldn't help. I needed to pick on you for the way you said reviewing. Well, I didn't. I was debating whether I should even say that or not because it sounded stupid in my head. But I'm like, maybe it'll sound better when I say it. We can start over. Don't worry. No, that's, no this is good. Like this. this is good content, Rick. You don't understand. This is great. Oh my god! Just like all you needed to say was, in this week, we've compiled a top ten list of the last movies we have watched. Woohoo! Or something better than that phrasing. Well, I was we gonna say reviewing. that after. <laughs> Reviewing. That was my next. That was my next thing I was gonna say. Uh, this week we're just going over the past ten films we've reviewed and ranking them in order of uh, our favorites, and we'll kind of talk about what we used as like a metric for that. But just kind of like a more laid back episode, just to talk about movies that we watched and uh, help carry us into the future of our podcast. The future. what have you been up to rick oh um work 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 um i've been working a lot it's been a very busy july in the theme park world so yeah that's that's pretty much it like i've just been working six days a week wow yeah what about you i mean lately it's been just mostly taking my vacation but I'm back to work now. I, I worked What'd all last week. What'd you do for week. vacation? Where'd you go? Uh, I went out to California. I spent 95% of my entire vacation out there, which was great. Oh, what were you doing? Well, you went, I I know you've been to California before, but like, I don't know. Oh, I, I try to go every year. My brother lives out there, and uh, he lives in the desert. So we have lots of fun out there and go off-roading uh, or whatever. And, gotcha. You know, it's not... See, when people think California, they think of like L.A. or San- Sacramento. Yeah, see, that, that's where I that I've been to L.A., Santa Barbara. Like that's where I I mean, but that's where my family's always been. Stupid phone making noises. <laughs> Shut. But like that, like the desert, that to me is like true California. You know. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you, so your brother's a Tuscan Raider. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Man, let me tell you, there are some de- there are some definite Tuscan Raiders that live out in that desert. I mean, it's pretty much North Mexico at that point. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if... I don't know. I don't think I'm, like, isolated desert kind of person. I think I'm more of, like, a uh, just outside of Phoenix kind of desert kind of person. Well, like, lives... I don't want to live in the city, but I don't want to live out in... The Badlands, does that make sense? Well, I wouldn't say it's the Badlands. It's it's a military town. Uh, oh yeah, that, that's right. Your brother's in the military. That's right. So it's the desert, but there's like pockets of communities, and there's like, you know, shopping, and there's lots of places to gotcha. eat. Yeah. See, when you said desert, I'm just picturing like, oh, he's out in the Badlands out there, and he's uh, he's got his nice little shack in a town of like five people. No. So like that's that's what I'm picturing, like desert people. <laughs> I will say though that once like the community he lives in is literally like five steps away from the desert. So when we go out there, it is kind of like that. Like you just see like 
thousands of acres of nothing. And then mm-hmm. you'll all of a sudden you'll pull up and you'll start to see this fence, like this really crappy looking fence. Mm-hmm. And then like no trespassing signs. And then you'll see like half a mile in the fenced area is like this, this really sketch looking single wide. And you're like, I'm going to leave. <laughs> I'm not going to hang yeah, around here too long. Yeah. That's where the Hills have eyes took place. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, but you know, obviously, it's it's safe out there. You let you let them live; they let you live, kind of thing. You know. Yeah. So that I mean, that sounds like fun. It always is, man. It always is. Yeah, like when I've gone to California, the only like I've been to like the Burbank, L.A., Santa Barbara. Like we we've done all that stuff. But again, that's where like my family lived out there. So like my uncles are out there. So when we go, that's pretty much the area that we're that we're in and everything so i mean they they have a place out there called like new canada or something like that what? i don't know but new it's over canada? by the mountains yeah they, they have like a canada over in <laughs> over by uh burbank it's right it's right like next to the mountains and if you actually go up into the mountains you can go skiing and snowboarding it's kind of cool and then people were like piling snow on top of their cars and driving down the mountain and then going to the beach so is it just called New Canada or is it like It's called like Canada or but they pronounce it weird. I don't know. To me it's Canada. Like uh cuz that's that's on. just bizarre. <laughs> is it La Canada? Uh yeah, La La Canada. Okay. In California. Okay, I found I found it's it. Man. The Canada. It translates to the Canada. It does. I'm sorry. Houses are not cheap out there either. No, don't don't ever buy a house in it. Buddy. Well, I mean, unless you can uh unless you can afford it. But yeah. Yeah, so like we went up into the mountain range over there, right next to Le Canada. That's awesome. Yeah, so and yeah, it's it was cold enough that uh we were there in uh, it was like April. And yeah, they, they were snowboarding up in the mountains and then people would be going to the beach in the afternoon. So it's kinda cool. Yeah, we went to Malibu for the beach. It was really nice out there. I tried to find Tony Stark's house, but I, th- I don't think it was near where I was at. I don't think that's a real house. It is. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. That's no. someone's house. Yes. No. Tony Stark's house is some person's house. Yes, it is. Is it really? Yeah, to- yeah look it up. Tony Stark house, Malibu. Images. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's not real. Yeah, I didn't think it was. But I, I thought I heard somewhere that it was. No. No, uh. that one's not real. Well, I will say that that is a if if the house may not be real, but that's definitely Malibu. Like def. Oh yeah, no, unmistakable. It, it, it is Malibu, but yeah, it's that that house isn't. I'm kind of disappointed now. <laughs> Yeah, that'll happen. That's why I keep my expectations low. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I've watched a. I, I mean, over the time that we've not been talking, uh, I've watched a few good movies. Um, one of them, I finally watched the new Bill and Ted movie, Face the like Bill oh, and Ted Face the Music. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty good. I I enjoyed it. I had a good time. There's a lot of really good callbacks in the movie. So, like, if you watch the first ones, there's callbacks to it. Um, 
I love the first the, it one. Has, it has the, what's, it's got the person that plays Louise in Bob's Burgers, and she's, like, in a oh. prominent role. And she's, like, an actual person. And it's just <laughs> so weird to see her walking around with that voice. And I'm, like, that's her voice. That's her actual voice. The Louise voice is her voice. And I'm just, like. That's this is strange. Wild. You should be you. You literally are a cartoon character. There's but a yeah, lot of people like she that. Talks. I know. So, but yeah, that was actually that was actually pretty good. Um, yeah, I, I I liked it. It was funny. Not not as good as again. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure is a fantastic movie. It is probably one of my favorite comedies, and I think it's one of the most underrated movies out there because not enough people have seen it, even though a lot of people have seen it, you know? Oh, I still come across a lot of people that they, they're like, wait, they're like, what? And then I say, yeah, it's got Polly Shore and, and Keanu Reeves in it. And they're like, it doesn't have Polly no. Shore in it. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Oh, God. No, it's Alex oh. Winters. Oh, sorry. I get, George Carlin. I don't know why I get them confused sometimes. Pa- Polly Shore. <laughs> what? Is it? Are you thinking of like Biodome or? Uh, yeah, I was thinking of Biodome. Biodome or what's the other one with uh, Brendan Fraser as a caveman? Oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, there's that one too. So, I don't. I I think it's because Alec Winter hasn't really done a whole lot. So like. No, he hasn't. Not after Don't not really after think Bill about and Ted. He was pretty. He did quite a bit in the '80s, and then he just he hasn't done much. He's done. I think he's done quite a bit of directing, though. I think he was kind of transitioning over. Yeah, that happens a lot, and then they don't usually direct like things that you people are familiar with. So yeah, which you know, for better or worse, you know, usually mm-hmm. it works out pretty good for them. So yeah, but good movie. Would recommend. Um, I, it's on Hulu right now. So that's where oh, I watch Oh, nice. It. Okay, see that? Yeah. I don't know what it is, but like, I never go on Hulu anymore because I never seem to find stuff to watch on there. But now that oh, I know that's see, there, then. Yeah, so I watched that on Hulu and <laughs> I've been watching Lego Masters. Uh, oh, that's a good show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I just watched all of season one and now I'm catching up on season two. So, yeah, that's a fun show. So what have you watched? Anything good? Uh, yeah, so as far as movies go, nothing really good. Everything I've mm-hmm. watched so far has been kind of disappointing. But um, I watched I watched The Forever Purge, and it, it is easily the worst Purge movie of any of them. That's not a high standard to begin I, with. I, I know. It, <laughs> it it was really bad. Yeah, the, the Purge movies are a pretty low standard in my opinion to begin with, so... Yeah, uh, they, right. they definitely like said like things were said about it in either positive or negative way depending on how you look at it mm-hmm. that i watched and i'm like uh just not not feeling it all right um you want to go ahead and like let, let's get started on our top 10 yeah so how um I'm just, I'm going to go, I know personally, I'm going to yeah, go I, from I feel like we should discuss order. how to do this before we start recording, because we always do this. We're always like, uh, how, how, how do you want to go ahead and start? <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm going to go in reverse order, so 10 to 1. Oh, abs- yeah, 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 yeah. That's, I figured that was the plan the whole time. That's how I have mine listed. Uh, the way I wrote it up in my notes was just kind of like, um, like a brief uh, description as to why it got the place on the list that it did 
Oh, see, I just I just wrote down like ten to one. Like these are my, and I, I I'm sure I can talk about it. But I will say though, I'm gonna throw you a few curveballs today. There's gonna be stuff on here that's in places you probably wouldn't expect for me. Well, you can't add things that I haven't seen. No, no, I'm saying there's movies on here that are ranked low that you probably expect expected me to rank higher. Okay, I'm gonna just say this. My bottom three are probably going to be very obvious considering what I said about them during the reviews. I have a and feeling the that they're gonna be them, identical, actually. Then the rest of them might switch up. So, so I I did this list. I I did my list off of. I didn't I didn't look at any ratings I gave them. Nope, uh, I didn't either. None of that. I just kind of compared them to each other based off of how much I enjoyed the film itself. You know. Yes, mine is very much like how much did I enjoy the film, and what are the odds that I'm going to go back and rewatch it? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay. So we're on the same wavelength with that. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. So. Do you want me to start with my let's number ten? Let's do 10? rock paper scissors to see who goes first. All right, all right, let's go. I'm I'm, I'm joking. Ready? We're not we're not doing a video. I was thing. I was ready to go, man. I was ready to go. Okay, all right. Let's if you can guess. Okay, <laughs> let's let's do this and let's see if we can guess what the other one actually drew. Okay, okay ready? All right, all right. One, two, three, go. All right. I think. Okay, what do you I think, think you I, have, I did? I think you have paper. Okay. What do you think I, I think have? I think you have paper. Nope. Okay. What do you have? I have scissors. I have scissors too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's try it again. All right. Oh, that was actually surprisingly not bad. Ready? One, two, three, go. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think. I'm gonna guess you have scissors. No. Okay. I think. I think. Uh, I think you put paper. No, I got rock. I got rock too. This is not gonna oh, work. <laughs> Let's do it again. No, this is not gonna work. No, one more time. <laughs> we got this. Okay, one, one more time. two, three, go. Okay. I think you pick scissors again. <laughs> Actually, you're correct. I did. Oh, okay. I, I. Uh, what do you think I got? Uh, well, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna think that you have rock now. I do have rock now, so rock beats scissors. Oh, no! <laughs> I die. All right, so uh, you, you can either choose to go first or second. Uh, I'll go first. All right, okay. fire away. Can't wait to criticize your choices and why they're wrong. <laughs> yes, that, that tends to be your position on the on the show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, all right, so my number 10 on the list was the platform. So wow. You see what ah, I knew I knew I was going to get you with that. Yeah, that yeah, that one blew my mind when you were like I think our bottom 3 are going to be identical. I was like nope because you loved that movie. Uh, so so I, I I just I just I'm sorry. I just gave away my position on this. So I'm just going to go ahead and say platform is number 10 on mine as well. Yep. Yeah. So the for, reason, for reasons that I stated like very fluently. I don't know if it was fluent when I was stating it, but I hate that movie. It sucks. Well, you can you can you can kind of rehash that, but the the reason why I put it so far down was while I liked the concept um and you know, like the the interesting like 
double entendre type dialogue where it's like they say something, but it also could mean something a lot more. Um, I, d- I just really don't see myself watching it again. Like once once the ending, like it's kind of like you know how it's gonna end. The the tension that even keeps you watching it at all is like gone, and then it's it, to me, it really takes a lot of the viewing experience out of it. You know. Mm-hmm. Once yeah, you so, once you know how it ends, there's really not much reason to go back and watch it. You know. Yeah. Um. I'll be honest, I forget how it ends, and that's probably because I've been trying to erase this movie from my mind, because (laughs) I hated it so much. It was so, it it felt very self-righteous, full of itself, and it seemed like one of those indie movies that the creators were like, look at how smart and thoughtful we are. Hmm. Well, you're right about that. They forgot to put in any kind of like real driving plot or force behind it. And they just left it at a concept. And I guess that that's also my biggest issue with a lot of art house movies. So Mm. it's also just not the style for me. I don't, I'm not a big art house fan because I'm more times than not. I'm a plot driven person. I do remember how it ended. Yeah. They just got to the bottom and this little girl walks away. That's it. No, so how it ended was the guy, the main character, I don't even remember the dude's name, something to do with food. Um, He he steps off, he steps off the platform and goes into the void and then, or whatever that area was, and then he sends the girl back up to hopefully, the, the idea is to hopefully get, like, blow the whole thing up, pretty much, like, to where there were never supposed to be any children in the hole in that pushing a child up to the surface would kind of be the big expose on the whole project and Mm -hmm. kind of shut it down i guess was the idea i don't know gotcha yeah yeah they 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 tried to make a thoughtful movie that uh wasn't really thoughtful and i think it was a very thin layer it wasn't it wasn't a very it wasn't like a multi-layer parfait it was you got it to me it was just the juices that are on top of Greek yogurt. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what a visceral description of a movie! It wanted to be deep, but it was very shallow. All right, well, so that kind of takes care of that, but that whole number right there. Both of us have the yeah, same number, number 10, ten. So yeah, I know. All right, so so I'll go. I'll go yeah. next for number nine. Cool. Okay, number nine. I have Godzilla versus Kong. No way. You and the did not reason put I, it at nine. And the reason I have it at nine is because. So nine, I, I will say nine and eight. I debated with a little bit. Um, this is nine for me because I think I, I had higher expectations for this movie. And it to me, it just didn't mean anything. The. It focused. It was trying to create too much of a story for King Kong, and send him on this journey to go find his home and everything. Yet the only point of the journey was to go find a weapon, so he can actually battle Godzilla. That was the only real 
point of purpose of going down there because once he gets down there he finds the weapon and then they come right back up um well it focused more on that storyline the storyline i was interested in got shoved in the back it felt like the the godzilla storyline where there was actually some interesting stuff happening it, there was there was some government conspiracies going on over there there was there was godzilla's is searching for something that he finds threatening and you also have these uh these three people who are going through this whole process and they're trying to help and discover and help kind of clear Godzilla's name for the attack that happened because they know that Godzilla doesn't just attack for no reason. But because they focused more on the Kong story, which I thought was the weaker of the two stories, and I feel like they were trying to make King Kong a sympathetic character, and I just don't care. Eh, drop down my list. I, I really, I it's not a movie I'm going to suggest to anyone, and it's not a movie I'm ever going to watch again. I forgot that we we'd agreed on the part where the where the Kong as a sympathetic character was stupid. I forgot that that was something we agreed on. I thought it was the opposite. I thought I was complaining all the whole time about how it was supposed to be a Godzilla movie, but it was just a Kong movie with Godzilla in the background. And I thought you, I don't know why I remember you disagreeing with me on that, but well, I, I disagreed with you in the aspect of it's not a Godzilla movie. It's a Kong movie with Godzilla in the background. So, but he, my, my point was, that's what I expected though. I expected it to be mm -hmm. a Godzilla movie. That's probably, okay. yeah. so, so, all right, so uh, that's that's my number nine. Um, any anything else you want to add to my opinions, or anything any reasons why I'm wrong? I don't know. I, I mean, I'm just kind of surprised you put it so far down because I feel like I honestly thought you were going to put Conjuring there. Um, hmm. But uh, yeah, no, um, not really, not really. No. Um, I, right. Obviously, I have Godzilla versus Kong further down, so. When we get to that, I'll I'll explain. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about it then too. So, um, what what's your number nine? My number nine is Guns Akimbo. Ooh. So another okay. movie, another movie where it's like, I, I like the concept. Um, in Guns Akimbo, the the acting was really good, even though like Daniel Radcliffe kind of carried the whole movie himself. Mm -hmm. uh, but he did a great job of that. Um. Had a great twist at the end. Uh, it's really, I mean, I really do hope they make a sequel. But other than other than that, like, I, I'd probably watch this movie again with like some friends and like you know get some get some drinks and like you know have a good time. But as far as just, like me sitting down and turning the TV on, probably not gonna watch it by myself. Um, you know that's so that's that's why it's so far down. It's not a bad movie at all. Definitely not. Just kind of leaves a little to be desired in certain areas and that's why I, I wouldn't I, I can't see myself watching it on a regular basis, you know? Gotcha. Um no no I, I I mean I completely understand your point of view of everything like that. Um Yeah, I understand it. Um I'll I'll get more into why you're wrong that it shouldn't be the number nine movie okay. uh when we get to it for me because um I don't know. I found it. I think I found it a lot more enjoyable than you did. So. I, th I think you did. Yeah, I, me I do remember that for sure. All right. Um. 
All right. What what's your number eight? Oh, oh. Okay. I'm sorry. Godzilla versus Kong was your number nine. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, God, Godzilla versus Kong was my number nine. My number eight was The Conjuring Three. The Devil Made Me Do It. Okay. So, at, and my reasoning behind that, it's uh, pretty much boils down to like as much as I love horror films, um. Like horror, like watching horror films does like kind of take a lot out of me, like emotionally and like like mentally, right? So mm-hmm. I, I can't watch too too much horror at a time, and and there are there are so many like dozens of other horror films that I would rewatch instead of rewatching this one. It was the weakest of the of the main trilogy for sure. Um, I mean the acting was was insanely good as always, um, but. The first two Conjuring mo- films are definitely going to get more views over time for me than the third one. So, gotcha. Um, so I do not have that as number eight, and uh, that that's because your answer is wrong. Um, the the true number eight movie is Those Who Wish Me Dead. Really? So far, low? Yes. Huh? I I it. I had expectations for this movie looking at the trailer. Um, it looked like it was going to be more of an action movie with, uh, in, and it just didn't hit the mark for me. I was constantly disappointed throughout this movie, as well as I was disappointed in the writing. We're supposed to have these bad guys that are very smart people and things like that, okay? They're... They're they're obviously trying to kill this guy because he's got dirt on like the the politicians and, and other people in the government. So assassins are out trying to kill him. And it was only him and uh and the prosecutor that had the information. So he flees. And these guys are hunting them down. They realize that they're going to Montana to go meet up with uh uh what's his name? John Bernthal. And uh, they had a co- they had a pretty good plan. They had somebody looking out for license plates and like checking the license plates and things like that to make sure that we don't just kill anyone so we don't cause trouble. But they didn't think about what if the license plate wasn't on the front of the car because there's a lot of states where you can get a license plate only on the back of your car. Okay, didn't think that one through. And then all of a sudden they just start shooting at cars. Just they just shoot at the cars. They don't look at the license plate. They completely go by, like, forget about their plan. They start shooting at the cars. The kid escapes with the information. And his dad tells him, give this to somebody you can trust. Great. Okay. That's good advice. Thanks, Dad. Um, And by that, he meant give it to their friends, John Bernthal or his wife. And they get all the way. He, he, he finds Angelina Jolie who is one of the, like, forest firefighters who's stationed up in a fire tower. And the kid just goes, are you someone I can trust? Yes, you are. You know, anyone in their right mind would say that to a child. This kid is stupid. He's, like, 13 years old. He should know better than that. He's lucky that it was somebody that they... I just have a lot of issues with this movie. And then you have, like, John Bernthal up there in the fire tower while it's burning down and his wife who's pregnant is up there and it's like i'm gonna stay with you and it's like you're a freaking idiot if i was john (laughs) bernthal i would be furious saying get our unborn child out of here you dimwit holy crap and it's just every step of the way 
there's just such incompetence between either the heroes or the the villains. It's just straight up incompetence. And then at the end of the movie, I don't care if I'm spoiling it. People don't watch this. At the end of the movie, they come up and they're like, "All right, kid, are you ready?" And we and like so the kid ne- so the kid obviously needs a new guardian. And Angelina Jolie is like talking to somebody pretty much and like pretty much implying like I'll watch the kid. Okay, that's fine. Whatever. I understand. You knew the kid for 24 hours, but okay. Um, And then they call the kid over, and it's like, this whole movie's about what's on that piece of paper. And they don't show us. It goes to black. What the hell? (laughs) And that is why that is number eight. Because it was, I will say, it it was more enjoyable than the platform and Godzilla. I had more fun during that movie. I know I had a bigger rant during this one. But that's because I had higher expectations for this movie than I did the other two. But it hit... It, I'm just hitting the, the low points. Like, it had some high points, too. Like, the action scenes were pretty good. Um, John Bernthal wasn't the normal, like, John Bernthal where he's just running around and, like, kicking everybody's ass. That's it's true. Like, like they, they nerfed him. I, I think that was an issue I had with it was they nerfed John Bernthal. Um, but Angelina Jolie and John Bernthal's wife, they both kicked ass. It was a very good, strong female performances between both of them. But overall, the movie is just, it's, it's, a, it's, it's hit and miss, and it's a lot more misses than hit. I don't know. I think nerfing John Bernthal actually was a good thing for the movie because he's just, he's just, and everything he's in, it's, it's kind of like, it gets annoying how op he is <laughs> i know um punisher everything um but I, so i i mean so the guy that directed this movie okay yeah uh taylor sheridan so apparently he's like the he's like one of the driving forces behind uh what what's the what's it yellowstone okay but if you haven't watched the movie Wind River, watch that movie. That is his movie. He's writer and director on that movie as well. That movie's incredible. Watch Wind River. Do not watch Those Who Wish Me Dead. You did tell me about that while we were talking about this movie. So I definitely still have to. It's on my list. It's on my list. Okay. Yeah, very good movie. I don't think my expectations were as high as yours. Um, I do I do agree that I kind of expected a different kind of movie based off the trailer than what I got. More of a, yeah, I was expecting more of an action movie than yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And but, like um, for the th- it was supposed to be an action thriller, and it, it was it hit very low on both notes. It felt more it felt more like a a drama that wanted to be something else anyways um i think the next one's me to start next one i have so so i'm gonna tell you right now seven six and five could almost all be interchangeable i actually had a hard time trying to readjust these so they could essentially be interchangeable but number seven i have conjuring three ah okay and so it's it's only one lower than yours and the reason I have Conjuring 3 there is because it is a good movie. It is a good 
horror movie. But with it being The Conjuring 3, I am naturally going to compare it to the first two. Oh, yeah. Which were leaps and bounds better. Mm-hmm. They provided better scares. They provided better tension. And I feel like the character development was better. Um, and I think part of that has to do with James Wan did not direct this. And it was just, the, the way I described it to you was it was just missing something and I couldn't necessarily put my finger on it. And I think that something is James Wan because he's the only thing that I can see <laughs> that was not yeah. back in his position for this Pretty movie. much. And like James Wan is a master of horror and he could have been given the exact same script and it could have been so much better even though they're doing the same thing i know i already i already talked about the conjuring 3 but i I will say since you uh you brought it up um or since we're talking about it too um i think the biggest problem with it too is a lot of the quote-unquote scary moments felt very cheap yeah you know it was just like oh oh here we go another jump scare is coming i, I will yeah, bet any no amount of, of money tension. that this is going to happen and then it happens yeah there was no building of the tension that you get in the other two so and yet again we come back to this i think a, a movie that does that supremely well is sinister Mm-hmm. The whole thing is oh, just like white. God. You're white knuckling your chair the whole movie. Like that's just. I that is probably my favorite horror movie. That really is a, like the the gold standard of modern horror for me. I keep seeing the second Sinister on Netflix, and I kind of am. I want to watch it, but I know it's not good. Definitely, so I mean, I'm avoiding. Yeah, it. me either. I I don't why why the first one was good on its own. All right, so. We did a, did a little flip-flop in here. My number seven is Those Who Wish Me Dead. <laughs> um, All right, so I, I can't tell you you're completely wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's um, it, it was just a, you know, Angelina Jolie was really good. Uh, mm-hmm. That was that was one thing. The one thing, though, that I, when I saw the trailer, I'm like, how much I enjoy this movie is really going to depend on how good of a performance she gives. And it was well, she good. was the best part of the movie. And it was good. It was good. So I'm like, okay, okay, this is going to be all right. So I think once I started getting the the hang of like, okay, Jolie is going to do a really good job with this character, then I started to like suspend my disbelief for all the other nonsense that the movie tried to pull a little bit just because I liked her performance so much. Um, mm-hmm. the, I think the the reason why it's, it's um, lower than – down the list in Conjuring and Guns Akimbo is, is uh, it it jumps into the action very quickly. There's really not a whole lot of downtime, um, or de- you know, in this movie, which I think it did very well. If anything, um, I would disagree with that. I think I I would say yes, there is a lot of action in there, but a, the inner cuts of action are filled in with boring drama okay so that's where we disagree too because i i i never felt like when we were in between action scenes then i'm like okay this is getting kind of kind of boring can we just move on like i was actually like interested in in you know the development of the people in the movie you know like i don't know it's just how i how i felt watching it like i wasn't like 
anxious about when the next big you know flashy scene is going to show up i i felt like the characters while unbelievable were done well enough by the actors portraying them that you were just you were just in it you know yeah so all right well i mean so those two don't differ too much so so how about this we'll go through we'll get to number five and then we'll do a recap of what each of us have how's that okay sure sound good yeah all right so so i think it's my turn to start right yeah it is all right um this is where it gets a little murky for me I sat down, I think it took me 25 minutes to get through 6, 5, and 4. Because <laughs> a lot of these, all three of these I enjoyed as film, as films. Uh, mm-hmm. All three of these I will watch again. Um, but it was just kind of like, which one of the three would I watch first if like I had to watch all three in order kind of thing? Yeah. So my number six was Army of the Dead. Okay. Um, good, good action movie, uh, you know, with, you know, it felt like there was plenty of space that could have had more action. Um, but there was good story building elements. There was mystery elements. The, the zombies were very unique. The, the cast was phenomenal. Um, but like, just like, uh, Guns Akimbo, this kind of movie lends itself to being a good, like Friday night, hanging out get some drinks kind of kind of movie mm-hmm. and that's exactly how i would probably watch it from here on out even though i'm very very excited about the sequel and i think the sequel is going to kind of polish the, 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 they already have ads out for the prequel i think the sequel is going to polish some of the things that kind of maybe fell flat in army of the dead so hopefully mm-hmm. Like hopefully, like no, no overtly annoying characters and all that nonsense, you know, that I talked about when we reviewed it. Um, but yeah, yeah that's that's gonna sit pretty pretty firmly at number six for me. Gotcha. Um, yeah, just so you know that uh, the prequel is actually coming out this year. Um, and the prequel's following the Eastern European guy during the heist he performed before this one. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that that's um ads on Netflix are already up for that one, and I think they're doing an animated series of it as well as oh. another sequel. So that could be hit. I know or they miss. got a lot. They've got a lot planned for this. So, but I'm kind of intrigued for the prequel because I actually did really like that character in it. Animated um, spinoffs of live action yeah, movies tend to be hit they or don't miss. Work too much. So yeah, they're really we'll not see. that good. All right, so number six, I have Guns Akimbo. I would put number six. And the reason I would put that number six is I think it's just a fun movie. I think it's something that I can throw on and have a good time with. Um, Yes, there's a lot of Daniel Radcliffe running around. Yes, there's a lot of him not shooting people. But they, they kind of address that with how much ammo he has. He can't just run around and shoot everybody right away. Also, I think it was a really cool concept where um it's people are being put into these situations like they're you're not necessarily volunteering to go into this fight or battle or anything but you're being put into it and Mm -hmm. that's exactly what's happening with him and he's being hunted the whole time and he slowly has to learn how to become a fighter 
And I think by the end, oh my God. <laughs> and I think the ending sealed it for me where he finally gets his ex-girlfriend back. And uh, you, you have that whole romantic thing where she's like, yeah, I love you. And then he goes, unfortunately, that's not how it actually works when you shoot some guy's head off. Yeah. <laughs> they kind of freak out. And then she goes to her just screaming. Like, like it had some very clever and unique takes that I really enjoyed. And again, I just, I'm not saying it's the best movie on this list. I'm not saying it's the best shot. I think some of the other ones that might be lower might even be shot, like might've been shot better. But yeah. I think this one's more fun and more rewatchable. Okay. No, I don't, I don't disagree with that at all. Yeah. I, I just, I, I had a good time. All right, uh, so my number five, I have Mortal Kombat. Okay. Uh, the reason I have Mortal Kombat at number five is a, again, I think it was, I think it's a rewatchable movie. I've already watched it again. Um, but as I watched it again, I noticed even more so the flaws that i noticed the first time i mm. i'm not saying the movie's not fun it's a fun movie but there's a lot that can be fixed for the sequel and one of the things that i think needs to be fixed is the way that they are actually shooting a lot of the action scenes um and this is just my personal opinion i tend to like movies where the action scenes are not very jump cutty um okay. where it is more of a a one take shot. I'm not saying the whole thing needs to be a one take, but I want to see more action in one take. And I don't need you to, to take the actual, because some of these people are actual martial artists and stuntmen doing the, this work. And it probably looks beautiful. If you have the camera, even if it's panning and rotating and everything in a one shot and you can see it all. But a lot of it came down to, Oh, here's a punch. Now we're going to show you a kick. And now we're going to show you the punch again. Oh, and cut to this angle and that angle and that angle. And it felt, the the way that it was shot, it felt like they were trying to mask um, the issues that the actors couldn't perform. Like, Hmm. mask the moves they couldn't perform correctly. And it's kind of like, I got the same feeling that they did with Iron Fist, where they got this guy who couldn't really perform everything that he needed to do. So the way they shot it was very jump cutty. So you didn't get get to see a lot of the action um, firsthand. Also, they need... What's the main character's name? Cole? They need to get rid of him. (laughs) He sucks. He is the worst part. They were like, "We, we created our own character. And we're like, how did you give this character less, like, back, like, less... How'd you make this character, who is not a video game character, less interesting than the video game characters? Because typically it's the other way around. Well, I I think the the thing that's gonna save the sequel is that uh, the the main character I think is gonna be Johnny Cage. Oh God, I hope so. He is my favorite. And I, I know we'll talk about it when I get to Mortal Kombat on my list. But um, a, there's a lot of really good uh, storytelling in Mortal Kombat's lore mm-hmm. that they, they just, they need to tap into it, you know? Yeah. Cause it's so good. So, so I enjoyed Mortal Kombat. I've wa- I've already watched it like at least twice. I, it's a good movie, but the second time I watched it, I noticed the flaws in the action and the fight scenes more than I did the first time. And so, 
with that, it's at number five. Also, coal is terrible. <laughs> also, coal is terrible. All right. All right. What's your number five? Uh, my number five um, is jungle. Mm. Now I don't. Now this I will say right off the bat. This this was one of the top three movies that we watched so far, as far as like um, overall quality. Okay. All right. I will say that. I'm not taking anything away from it by putting it at number five. All right. But I, I definitely could not watch this movie too often. <laughs> it's another very exhausting, in a good way, mm-hmm. exhausting movie to watch. You know, yeah. What you know, especially the the like the last third of it. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, you know, throughout the movie, the every single actor character is done very well. Uh, the editing is really good. The plot is intense. They didn't they didn't veer too far off from the like true story, which I really appreciated. That. Yeah. Um. So. Again, top three movie we've watched so far for me as far as like quality and like overall as like a film. But um, I just it's just so intense at times that I'm hesitant to watch it, you know, uh, like as I would watch some other more generic film. Yeah, and I, I, I completely agree with your point of view there. It, it is a very good movie. But it is tough to watch, so, and that's that's one of its strong suits, it, really, because mm-hmm. like it, it, it didn't water it down. Yeah, I'll get more into that when I get to it as well. But like I, I, a hundred percent agree. It's a sometimes it can be a hard movie to watch, but it is very very good. All right, so I think that's our that's our bottom five right there. Yeah. So that is. Oh wait, no. That's our bottom six. <laughs> we should have done 10 through six for our bottom five. <laughs> oh, well, we, we, can. we can. We suck. <laughs> so anyways, uh, let's just go ahead and do a quick recap of our bottom six because we can't count. <laughs> uh, so, Ben, go ahead. Start from 10 and go to five. What In order, what is your bottom six? All right, bottom six for me. Number 10, The Platform. Number nine, Guns Akimbo. Number eight, The Conjuring. Three, The Devil Made Me Do It. Number seven, Those Who Wish Me Dead. Number six, Army of the Dead. A lot of dead in here. I love um, death. And, and number five, Jungle. Number five, Jungle. All right, so my bottom six are number 10, The Platform. Number nine, Godzilla vs. Kong. Number eight, Those Who Wish Me Dead. Number seven, Conjuring 3. Number six, Guns Akimbo. And number five, Mortal Kombat. Your Godzilla vs. Kong is in the top five? Yes. Oh, Lord. Just just based off of watchability oh, for me. That's all. That's oh, all. Oh lordy lord. Look, I mean, I, I put jungle at, at number five, man, and it, it I know. Th- other if it's, this was any other kind of list, it would deserve to be higher. Yeah, we should have done quality. <laughs> <laughs> well that would have been easy. All right. Um who's next? I think it's you. I think you're up. Oh, yeah, to start I think the, so. Okay. Yeah. All right, number four. Number four for me was 
as you just mentioned, Godzilla versus Kong. Wrong. I think. <laughs> wrong. I think. <laughs> wrong. <laughs> I think. You can't I, tell you how wrong you are. I think uh, this has been the worst list in the history of lists. You just put this. You just made this list a thousand times worse than my list. You have Godzilla vs. Kong is one of the top five movies. <laughs> I don't know what accent I'm doing. <laughs> Bored Rick. That's what that sounded like. Oh, wrong. <laughs> so, complaints aside. Uh, I can't was, even were... tell you how wrong you are. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, I'm, I'm going to stop. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> complaints aside, um, you know, because that's not really what this list is about for me. Um. It's just uh, it, there were a lot of things about this film that were a lot of fun. The the Godzilla side, I don't want to say side plot, but it really felt like it. The Godzilla side plot was a lot of fun. The characters involved in it were a lot of fun. Um, you know, the crazy conspiracy guy was was great. Um, I've always personally been a bigger fan of Godzilla than than King Kong, but. Both of those monsters are uh, solid attention grabbers, you know, for film. Like, they work really well. They always have, even back in the black and white era. Um, putting both at the same time, did they did very well with that. Um, you know, I think, I think we talked about how because there was just so much CGI going on in that fight scene that they had to, they had to do it at night. Because otherwise they wouldn't have mm-hmm. been able to to process all of the, yeah. <laughs> all of the animations. Um, I mean, there were like great visual effects. I know we talked about that. The visual effects were were very very well done, especially for Godzilla. Like insanely good, and a lot of fun. A lot of fun scenes. The the trip to the the you know down into where Kong is from. That was a, one of my favorite scenes of the film. Just that whole world that they built for just even a brief amount of time was just so eye-catching, you know? So I think as far as, like, watchability, right, for me, this movie is in the top four. All right. Well, um, I'm, I'm going to have to just chime in here and be like, you are an insane human being. Um, what is the title of the movie? It's, no, go ahead and answer. It's Godzilla versus Kong. How many Godzilla versus Kong movie like like fights do we get? Technically two. Yeah, in a movie called Godzilla versus Kong, shouldn't we get more? Okay, look, Rick. Again, and then Godzilla I'm... stops fighting him. Like Godzilla has the killing blow and he doesn't use it. Like, come on. I I I you know just as well as I do that I complained ad nauseum about that fact right also all the plot hole it's it's just not a watchable movie there's too many plot holes if you think too hard about it sure i didn't have to think hard i was sitting there watching it like i'm not sitting there going hmm you're like my uh, dad let's let's ponder this movie together here it sounds like what you're doing let's ponder like no i wasn't doing that i was like is that really why he went through the the world just to get the just to get the 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 weapon? Oh oh, the people got their uh, gamma radiation or whatever they're looking for. All right, oh oh, they sent it. Okay, oh now they're dead. Like like it was. Oh, there's just so many people that were just literal plop devices, oh, yeah, and not actual were. characters. There were, but that's so. That there are people. 
I mean, there are people like that in, in all the Godzilla films. I know. So, I don't know. I didn't find... I, I was bored through most of the movie. I'll be honest. I don't I don't think it's very rewatchable. Well, I'm very curious now to hear what your number four was. Oh, my number four? Yeah. Uh, my number four is Army of the Dead. Okay. Um, and the reasoning for that is because I do think this is a rewatchable movie. Um, and also it's a very kind of new take on the zombie genre because it isn't necessarily, even Zack Snyder says this isn't necessarily a zombie movie. This is a heist movie with zombies in it. So it's more focused on the heist, which I found very intriguing. And also by giving the zombies a little bit of like thoughts and brains and you had the alpha zombies who could actually control the other zombies um and they had like their own society and way that things were working and if you look in the background there's there's things there that kind of imply like maybe the zombies were created from like aliens and things like that because they're coming from area 51 there's a lot there and it's and there's also like the the time paradox theories that are coming out of it because you literally see the exact same team with the same map and everything like it is the same people whose skeletons are in there so there's like a whole time paradox thing going on and i just i found it fun i found it a fresh take on the zombie genre it's not an actual horror movie it's more of a heist movie with zombies in there for extra like like i would say extra conflict but the zombies weren't just there to be zombies they have their own purpose as well Mm -hmm. and it's they're trying to live in their society here while these people are invading trying to get their very trying to break into this safe all before this whole place gets nuked so i felt like there was a lot of tension and i just i had a lot of fun and What's really incredible is that they replaced a whole actor in post-production who never even met any of the other castmates. So, kudos to that, you know? I think the thing I will say about what you mentioned is that a lot of the things that you mentioned are, like, hints towards what's coming. I know. And that's not, to me, that's not what makes a movie watchable. It's not the the anticipation of something coming. That's why I keep thinking, like, I, I'm hoping that the second one, when it does reveal all these questions we have, it's going to be just absolutely phenomenal. See, see, that's not what makes a movie very watchable for me, but it definitely enhances the experience. I think the actual characters, like, um, Dave Bautista was incredible. Um, Tig Notaro was phenomenal like i think the cast itself and the characters themselves were incredible Mm -hmm. and i think it was a very unique story that we really haven't seen that concept put in this kind of a kind of twist before like it's ocean it's it's what if oceans 11 had to deal with zombies Mm -hmm. so I really enjoyed that whole twist and everything. I had a good time, and I, this is a movie that I would show other people. Okay, I, I agree. No, for sure. 
Do you uh, want to tell me I'm wrong? Or are like you saving I, your, I mean, like are you I saving said, your no, wrong rant for later? No, like I said, my six, five, and four are pretty interchangeable. So I don't. I'm not gonna disagree with you because. Yeah, my I, four, three, and two are a little bit more interchangeable. I, I agree that uh that that's, like you know, it was a good, very watchable movie. You know, not not saying that mm-hmm. at all. Um, I think I just, it's 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 like a Zach it's Zach it's Zach Snyder. When you kind of like give him a little bit like. When you give Zack Snyder like free reign over something, it typically comes out unique. And most mm-hmm. more times than not, it comes out unique and fun. And I think that's kind of what happened here. I think he had more free reign over this than he has in other projects. And again, it came out unique and fun. Okay, so I think think if I were to sum it up. Think if I were to sum up why Army of the Dead for me is at 6 instead of 4. All right. Mm-hmm. I think if I were to sum it up concisely, I would say that the plot points that were hinted at, like the time travel, the aliens, the origin of the zombies, all that stuff that was hinted at, those are all better than the plot points of the film we, that we watched. <laughs> like, right, more interesting, you know? It's like the plot okay. of the, 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 the movie Army of the Dead was very, yes, as cool as it was, the plot was very simple, I guess, right? As like like you said, Zon- Ocean's Eleven with zombies was exactly the movie we watched. No mm-hmm. time travel, no aliens, none of that until like the end of the movie. Time travel and aliens would have made this movie absolutely insane. I mean, you got kind of you got you got some hints about it throughout the time, and also like military experiments and things like that all hinted at throughout the whole movie because like Zeus isn't Zeus is a straight up former military experiment. But it's the hints, man. Because he's got I dog want, he's got stuff. dog tags and everything. It's, so it's, it's 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 the hints for me, you know, it's it's I yeah. wanna actually see that come to fruition, you know. Okay, okay. I can see that. But I don't know. I had a good time. Alright, who's I, up who's up next for number three? Is it me or you? I think it's me because, yeah, you did. Yeah, I'm number three. I'm odds. So number three, I have Jungle, okay? Now, I'm not going to say. So this this is where I might jump a little bit off my own list and my own rules for my list. But Jungle is just such an incredibly well-put-together movie. And it's a true story Mm -hmm. that I, I couldn't really justify putting it any lower. It's, I'm not going to call it the most rewatchable movie on my list here, but it is, it's, it's incredible. It's, it's a movie that I think people need to watch. Oh, absolutely. But I don't, it's a movie that people need to watch, but it's going to constantly fly under the radar. And I think it's one of Daniel Radcliffe's best performances other than his accent, which keeps shifting throughout the movie. <laughs> but it's. It really is just an incredible thrill ride experience on, on like a very high octane level with not too much action. I don't I don't know if that makes sense, but it yeah, really... no, it does. It makes sense. I, I've told a lot of people to watch this movie. Yeah, and I I guess the ending is. The ending's very uplifting and satisfying. It is very satisfying, very uplifting, and it's incredible. That this is based on a true story, and the guy mm. actually says that 
this is pretty close to like what actually happened. Oh yeah. So that's that's a rarity. I know. So again, I'm not gonna call it the most rewatchable movie on my list, so I'm kind of breaking my own rules. But I do, I really love this movie for what it is. I think it's an incredible movie, and uh, I I couldn't justify putting it lower. Okay, that's so, fair. That's fair. But again, I'm gonna say f- like four, three, and two are pretty close to being interchangeable. But I I think they're they're very firm in where they are. Yeah, the jungle. I, that was one that I really struggled to place on my list. Mm-hmm. I probably, if I were to, if I were to do this list again, if I would have would swap jungle and Godzilla, put jungle at four and, and Godzilla at five. Um, but like I said, it's just, you know, I don't know if it's just because like I get so invested when I watch a movie or what, but like I just, it's like I, it, when I sit down, I'm like, oh, I want to watch the jungle. I'm like, ooh, do I really want to? You know, is there anything? I'm either invested in a movie or I am not invested. Is there... I'm either like in it or I'm like, <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> is like I was like, you gotta, I gotta sit down and think. Is there gonna? Do I have to do anything later? Do I have to leave the house? Like, and if so, I'm not watching this movie. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it, it's definitely a movie that I will share with other people though. So, I kind of want to buy the physical copy of it, honestly. I know, like, like have it to your collection. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I feel like a lot of people aren't buying movies anymore, but I'm I'm still like I like my collection. I like being able to show it off, you know. Oh, speaking of buying movies, I know we didn't get a chance to talk about um, movie news this episode, um, but we will next week for sure. Oh, um, okay, I didn't know but, if we were gonna go into a movie news segment real but, quick. But no, we don't have to. But uh, I'm just gonna say, like, speaking of of buying movies, because I was I was looking up some news before we started. Um, they're gonna re-release. Is this it. gonna be movie news right here? Because I, I gotta know if I gotta do do my my theme song for you. Don't I don't don't feel obligated to do that. <laughs> All right, scoop it up, Movie news. Okay. We need to we need to like actually sit down one day and make that like a legit transition audio <laughs> <laughs> with music and everything. But uh, oh, I, you don't like me just randomly scatting? <laughs> no, it'd be, it'd be hilarious if you were scatting and it had music at the same time. That'd be awesome. Oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> um, they're gonna re-release *Inglorious Bastards* in 4K. Okay. I mean, that's cool, but like, yeah, I don't know. I'm fine with Blu-ray. <laughs> no, no, me, I'm, I'm the same way. But I don't own it. I currently don't no, own I don't that either. movie. So now that, that they're now that they're gonna release it in 4K, I'm like, oh, well, I should go get it then. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I gotta. Yeah, I don't own that one. I got Pulp Fiction. Tarantino movies I have is Pulp Fiction, Hateful Eight, um, Django. Okay. And I just got uh, Hollywood. Oh, okay. But I haven't watched it yet. I got to watch it. It's just it's such a long movie. You should um, find the time. You should if you're if you're gonna watch that. I recommend. You probably don't have this streaming service and i'm I'm so upset that it's on such a such a specific streaming service that's on uh, epics i think um yeah it's called helter skelter uh it's the the newest documentary about charles manson it's very 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 good fun um definitely a good like side by side to watch you know helter skelter and then watch hollywood because it does tie together very well um but I digress. All right. All right. Well, number as you three. Digress, 
go ahead and give you didn't do number three yet yeah no. go, yeah do number three <laughs> yeah no, i know number three is mortal Kombat. oh okay wow that 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 really jumped down from mine well not really two spots and I, i'm kind of i'm i know you're gonna complain because i complained so much during this ep, during that episode about kano <laughs> He was like one of the best but, characters. Dude. But despite the complaints that I had, which were Kano, uh, I mean the actor was, was the actor was great. But Kano, yeah, he was spot on. The actor was great. Kano, uh, the lack of screen time for Cabal and Reptile, two of my favorite P- P- uh, characters from the franchise. Um, the film was incredibly fun to watch. I mean, I watched it in theaters, and I could, honestly could not imagine watching it any other way. Um, it's definitely the superior Mortal Kombat film of all time. Well, I don't know. I got to go back and watch the '90s one again. Not, no, I th- did. not Annihilation. I, I, That's I, trash. Yeah, no, I, I did go back and watch the the first Mortal Kombat film, and it's just there's nothing special about it. It just feels like a really crappy martial art film. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Hang on. We have lines like. These were two hundred dollar sunglasses, asshole. Like, and then he punches them in the balls. Like, great, classic. Uh, I don't know. It, right. it, I don't know. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, even though no, that's the, justified, the the plot was very simple, and like and like you said, the the action scenes were cut kind of funny. Um, they definitely for the the next one they should get. Uh, you know what they should really do is they should get the guy who did the. Uh, editing for Ip Man. Ip Man was a very good martial arts film, and it I cannot believe it was made in two thousand eight because it's still like really solid. Like, mm-hmm. but I like that like the idea of like what you said, where like they were cutting the scene in a way, or it seemed like they were cutting the scene in a way where you know they were like, okay, we got to have this move or this sequence, but you know we can't spend the time to get the actor to do it right kind of thing yeah. but it man like you mentioned the 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 fight scenes are very fluid and they're they're continuous mm-hmm. you you actually get like a really good view of all the action without it cutting a whole bunch you yeah. know so no, I, i'm just i'm just a big fan of like one shot scenes like um probably still what i think is one of the best action scenes of the last 10 years was the netflix daredevil hallway fight oh yeah where it was it was it was one shot you get to see all the moves and everything and yes they're going in and out of doors and things like that but it was one shot so when the action's in front of you you see everything that's happening and i loved that and again with mortal Kombat, that's I missed that. We needed longer shots and not quicker ones. And I think they were doing quicker ones trying to think that it's going to create more genre thinking that these people... Not genre. Wow. More... um, What's the word I'm looking for? Tension. More tension thinking like if they do quick shots that these people are moving quicker. But in actuality, when you get to see the grittiness of the fight itself, which they did a little bit more at the end with the Scorpion versus Sub-Zero fight, and Cole was there for some reason. Yeah. Um, 
when they did that, you got to, and they had longer shots, you get to see more of the grittiness in it. And I think the grittiness creates better tension than quick shots, you know? Well, Cole was there because he's related to Scorpion, right? Yeah, well, Cole can die now. <laughs> I mean, he might. He, he actually he might. He should. I mean, someone I has mean, to, right? He's very hated. I haven't talked to anyone that likes Cole. And isn't that the whole point of, like, it's like at least in the games where it's, like, characters do actually die? Like, you know? Well, I mean, they did kill quite a few of them. So. Yeah, it's way too quickly. Like, what the hell? I'm still going to complain about that reptile scene. Like, that was complete trash. So. But anyways, I'm sorry. Go no, ahead and so that, finish up your statement. I mean, <laughs> uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, number three, I think it's 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 so much it was so much fun. Like even though I, the complaints that I mentioned, I was I had I, they were immediate as I was watching mm-hmm. it, and I still left the theater with a smile on my face. Yeah. You know. So, Mortal Kombat number three. Oh yeah. All right. Now before you state your number two. They're going to be identical, aren't they? They might. Me and you. Because we have... Two movies left. <laughs> there's two movies left, and they're the exact same movie. Now, they're either going to be identical or inversed. Yep, yep. All right, interesting. That's... So I'm wondering. I'm wondering if we have the last two movies identical. I kind of have a... I have a... Based off of remembering, like, even though Justice League was forever ago... Mm-hmm. Thinking about those two episodes, I have I have a very strong feeling that um, I think we might. It's going to be identical. All right, go ahead. What is your number two? My number two is Justice League. They're identical. <laughs> I knew it. Yeah. So, so, I mean, the definitely one of the strongest, no pun intended, uh, superhero films ever. <laughs> Um, there wasn't a pun there until you said that. <laughs> well, that's why I said that. All right, that's, it's a comedic <laughs> uh, uh, tool, I believe. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know you were supposed to be funny here. Yeah, I do try. <laughs> no, you're fine. You're funny. Uh, the the I think the only reason for me that that movie's not at number one is just because of the length. Like, I really have yeah. to put time aside because it's not like I know I I watched it in segments mm-hmm. but but not because i wanted yeah, you, to you almost have to miniseries it because well, i had to watch it in i tried to watch it like marathon through the whole thing but i couldn't it's four hours long <laughs> i fell asleep at two hours because i started it at like eight o'clock yeah. and i worked all day and so like come 10 o'clock i was like passed out i'm like well i guess i gotta finish this tomorrow but it's so good the action scenes the action scenes in that movie are incredible. This is when when people say Zack Snyder is not a good filmmaker and they complain about like certain things that he does like you got to watch this movie. Mm-hmm. This movie's a work of art. Like this is it's yes it's a superhero movie but the story that is told really does build up the scale of the superheroes themselves because mm. they're supposed to be these larger than life characters. And I think he, he he's he was more successful here than building these larger than life characters than almost anyone else has ever done in the genre. Oh yeah. 
And that started that started all the way back with Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he showed he he really showed that you can have a you can have a superhero movie and it not be really campy, like what, what yeah. a lot of what Marvel makes nowadays. You know, so it can it, it. I think I even said this during the review, but it feels when you're watching it, it feels like a movie, like a movie, right? Like, Mm-hmm. That happens to have superheroes in it, as opposed to a superhero movie. Okay. Because everything is just so real feeling, you know, like the characters feel real and the action feels real, and it's like, even though obviously the characters aren't real and the th- the abilities they have are far beyond anything that exists, you just you don't care, you know. It doesn't detract at all from the movie. And I will say. I, I will say, watching this movie and then going back and watching Batman v Superman, it, it helps a lot mm-hmm. because it makes certain scenes in Batman v Superman make more sense. Well, they weren't supposed um, to be so far apart, right? They were never no, they intended weren't. to be so far apart. I think that's another reason why Batman v Superman it may like may have been looked at so negatively is because it was you were supposed to get the Justice League like continuation so soon afterward and we did it yeah and there, there were setbacks and everything but i'll be honest i've watched this movie like two or three times already and oh, it, wow. like not in not in one sitting yeah but like i i've just like this this movie kind of captivates me mm. in, in like certain aspects and like there's there's always a point where i'm watching this movie and so like it, they broke it down into six parts and throughout those six parts, there's always a point where I'm like, oh, this is an incredible scene. Oh, this is an incredible scene. And it's it's a lot of the action scenes. And quite a few of them are with The Flash, who in the original one was stripped of all character and motivation. Yep. Like at the end of the movie where, where he is the person that is saving the day, it is him or nothing. And I'm sorry if I'm spoiling this. Go watch it. I mean, we've already I spoiled goosebumps. it. We've already spoiled I know. it. I, ha- I had goosebumps. Like, literally, I was watching it. I had goosebumps. I had emotional connection to all yep. these characters, which oh, I yeah. didn't have watching the Joss Whedon version. And, like, even just, like, watching the the Wonder Woman intro scene, the Whedon versus, versus the Snyder one. Snyder's is longer. Yep. But the point of the... Le- he There's a reason why he shot it longer. And it... it it gives a, it builds more tension. It gives a more grandiose to the the accomplishments that are happening here. With her blocking all the bullets and like literally just ragdolling these villains, and I'm just it, again that is that scene right there to me is one of the greatest intros to a super not like to a superhero action scene ever. Like like that is Wonder Woman's introduction into this movie. And it's incredible. You sit there and you go, oh. And, like, again, it gives gives me goosebumps at times. Oh, yeah. Just, just everything about this movie. Just There's always something that I'm always excited to see. And to me, the, the biggest strength to the movie was the fact that despite it being four hours long, th- there's never, like, let's say you watch two hours of it, right? And you're like, okay, I'm going to limit myself to two hours. Well, at the end of those two hours, you're going to be like, oh, I wonder, 
I want to know what happens next. You know? Exactly. It flows very well, and you're always, like, it's always keeping you at the edge of your seat as it goes along, and it's never like, oh, well, it's starting to slow down a little bit, so I think I'll stop here and then catch up, catch up with it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really hard to, to to stop, to stop it and say, okay, I got I to gotta go to bed. <laughs> you know? I know. Well, and, and the redemption for Jared Leto's Joker in this is also... Like, I want to see Jared Leto as the Joker again now. But I want to see that one, not the Suicide yes, Squad please, one. please. Please let it be that one. Like, like HBO and... and Fox, is it Fox? No, it's Warner Brothers. HBO and yep. Warner Brothers. Let's yep. go. Let's, let's forget what you guys are doing. And let's make the sequel to this. And do it the exact same way. Mm-hmm. Let him have free reign because it obviously worked. HBO subscriptions went through the roof. Oh, yeah. When you saw this happen. If you look at, like, HBO stock when they announced it, it shot up. Um, And it is, I think it's still probably the most streamed thing this year mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. far. All right. Well, let's go on to number one. Numero uno. Which we both have. Oh, as yeah. the Mitchells versus the Machines. Great. Am I correct on that? Animated film. Right. Yes, great animated film. It is. That movie is almost a perfect movie for me. It's, oh, yeah. it's got everything. It's very rewatchable. It's fun. It's got heart. It's got an incredible script, an incredible story. Everything makes sense with the movie being in there. Um, I... It's a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that movie. I probably don't have as much to say about it as I do about Justice League, but yeah, yeah. It go watch it. It's it is an incredible story about it's a, it's definitely it's a coming of age story, but it's also a it's a family oriented story as well. It's it it really delves into the relationships between parents and kids. Mm. And, and, and how, day. yeah, and how, how sometimes parents can't always see the creative geniuses that their kids are when they want their kids to have something like a little bit more of a safe career. While the kids don't always understand what their parents gave up for them to make sure that they could have the better life. So it really delves into all of that and like. Also, I just love the characters, and again, one of my favorite lines in the whole movie is when, when the the little boy is like going through his phone book, going through the phone book, and just like calling random people through the phone book, being, "Hi, would you like to talk to me about dinosaurs?" No, okay, and then he cross their name out and go call another one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, a lot of what I have to say about it really hasn't changed over time. I mean, it's just, no. it's like a. You know, it's it's the perfect the perfect length for an animated film with with so much plot. You know, there's a lot going mm-hmm. on in that movie. Um, it was it was like at the same time it was lighthearted, but also very. Oh man, like I mean, I don't want to say like real or down to earth. Yeah, but it definitely made you think. It was lighthearted, mm-hmm. but it made you think. There, that's that's yeah. what I wanted to say. Uh, I actually, I didn't really expect 
to enjoy this as much as I did going into it. Uh, just because I was like, you know, I before you even brought it up, I didn't even know it existed. And then you said we oh. should watch this, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, didn't even watch the trailer. Just wanted to go in completely like fresh, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, there there are there are Pixar movies that fall flat in comparison to this. Yeah, this is like Fox Animation. No, it's Sony Animation, not Fox Animation. Yep. Why do I keep going back to Fox? Sony Animation has really been hitting it out of the park lately with um, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse and this movie. It's and the animation style and the art style is it, it blows me away. It really does. I mean, and it's just coming from somebody for for me. This is coming from somebody that I don't really even go out of my way to watch Pixar movies anymore. It's just I don't know. It's just I don't really. Maybe I kind of fell off from it, but like animated films just don't hold that kind of um, attraction to me. And maybe it's because mm-hmm. you know the market got oversaturated, you know, recently and and all that. But um, and and the reason why this movie's at number one is because it's just. I mean, it's really kind of hard to nail down because there's so many things I liked about it. You know. I know. It's it's in order to understand why it's number one, you gotta watch it. Oh, absolutely, yeah. That's that's the best way I can put it. Is you gotta watch it. There's, I don't really have anything negative to say about this movie. It just the everything about it, the art style, the animation, this the story itself. It's everything is top tier, and the, it doesn't miss a beat, and it. It doesn't get boring. It doesn't drag along. Everything, everything in the movie has a purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's nothing in there that's just filler. You know, mm-hmm. everything comes full circle. The plot comes full circle. The characters develop. They, they evolve. They change. They're not static. You know, did really good. Yep. So, those are our lists. Um, I'm going to count mine down from 10 one last time, and then you can do that, and then we, we'll, we'll wrap it up. How's that sound? Okay. Yeah, sounds good. All right. So my list for our 10 movies so far goes from number 10, The Platform, number 9, Godzilla vs. Kong, number 8, Those Who Wish Me Dead, number 7, Conjuring 3, number 6, Guns of Kimbo, uh-huh. number 5, Mortal Kombat. Number four, Army of the Dead. Three, The Jungle. Two, Zack Snyder's Justice League. And number one, The Mitchells versus The Machines. Yep, and mine is honestly not too far off from yours. Uh, I, I told you you were going to be surprised. I told you. I was. Um, I was not expecting Platform to be ten. Uh, so for me, number ten, The Platform. Number nine, Guns Akimbo. Number eight, The Conjuring. Three, Seven, Those Who Wish Me Dead. Number six, Army of the Dead. Uh, five, Jungle. Four, Godzilla vs. Kong. Three, Mortal Kombat. Two, Justice League. And number one, The Mitchells vs. The Machines. Yay! Well, this has been a very long recording, so we'll go ahead, wrap this up, and... All right, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we don't really have a movie planned right now, so keep a lookout. We'll we'll get one up there for you. All right, it'll be a surprise. 
surprises. All right. See ya. Bye. Yeah, I got started.